0: Coming up on the Movie Review Crew podcast.
1: All right, hear me out. If he is the writer and the lead actor, you're telling me you don't blame him? He's got to have some blame in there.
0: I don't. Okay, what was wrong with the writing and what was wrong with his performance? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. I to ask that question. <laughs> oh, you
1: got me. It oh, smart, dude.
0: All right, welcome in everybody to another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'll be your host today, Shane Kronikin, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Nate Dudley. <laughs> uh Today is your pick, correct? It is. Yes, we will be eventually getting to a review of 13 Lives. The new is, I don't know if it's an Amazon original or just released to Amazon. Either way, it's on Amazon. So we'll be getting to a review of that. Before we do, has anybody seen anything new? Anything lately?
1: Yes. Um, I was prepared for this question. Definitely did not have to look up anything right before this. Okay. So I watched uh, Last Seen Alive with Gerard Butler. And?
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. I will tell you yep. that that has fooled me many a times while scrolling through Amazon because I'm looking for new releases. I'm like, oh, Gerard Butler. And then I look it up, and it's like a four on IMDb. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I don't (laughs) have the time for that nonsense.
1: Let's just say it cost me Mm -hmm. Mm
0: $3.99
1: for an hour and 35 minutes of me thinking, dang, I wish I could get my (laughs) (laughs) $3.99.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not one of the better movies of this year. No. I, I... yeah i mean it's got some action and it's got you know it's but it's mainly just like geez (laughs) what's with all these dudes in their careers at the end of their careers just falling uh, hard
0: it's so hard to sort through what's available to stream now because you see these actors and you're like hey i don't mind that guy yeah and then it's like what are you doing yeah i mean it's an obvious uh, i mean the grab. pandemic hit everybody hard there were <laughs> limited options they had to take what they could yeah, get that doesn't mean you have to act worse <laughs> well no that's fair but if you if you uh, don't 13%, care about what 13 13 13 if, if I, you don't like care I've about seen, what you're doing you just i've seen movies with him
1: that i enjoyed like the good the good samaritan the good samaritan i think it is where he's in jail with Jamie Foxx.
0: Oh, law-abiding citizen.
1: That's what I said. Yep, that's what he <laughs> said. <laughs> law-abiding citizen, Samaritan guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Last Seen Alive definitely would not recommend if you're if you are a huge Gerard Butler. I would just remember the good old times and stick there.
0: I, let's don't act like he's just done. I mean, he's made
1: a I, okay. Bad this I didn't say he's done, but this movie just you know go back and watch a lot by a citizen or or you know um white house down or whatever or olympus something has like fallen that, i mean the
0: man still has made some that's, good movies see? you got me it's it's like I mean, you got me. even you angel I mean. has fallen was just 2019 and that was at least a decent action yeah movie. yep or what the was one that where... what was that not good bank robber movie oh Den
1: had of had a of good thieves. that was scene fine that, was that, was that came out in like 2018 Den of thieves well, you didn't like Dennis? Of, yeah, of course, he, you didn't like Dennis. Uh, yeah, of course so, you oh didn't. It was. There were too I, mean, many, the, too I many just had a cool problem with the. It.
0: They were trying yeah. way too hard to be, heat but cool. Well, they were yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, um, the dude has let, let's let's because you started this. You said you acted like, damn, he's Gerard Butler's dead now. He's not doing any it good is. movies. His career's dead. <laughs> he's over. It's Listen, done. he did. Den of Thieves was just 2018. Hunter Killer was 2018. That was fine. Uh, the Vanishing that was, was bad. 2018. Was bad, bad movie. He was very good in that. Yeah. Angel Has We're Fallen talking about four was years 2019. later, 2019.
1: Okay, three years later. Cop Shop was just last year. Was that good? I haven't seen it. I enjoyed it. Oh, Shane's the only one in
0: the world that did see it. Oh, okay. That's not true. I'll have to see it. I'll see it and then let you know if Gerard Butler it, well, I, in, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I would skip the... <laughs> God, I skipped that dumb movie Cop Shop because of the director. Who's the director of that? Joe. Was that Joe Carnahan? Yeah, who's good? Who's like, he's just big time meathead dork movies. Stop.
1: <laughs> okay, before we spend too much time on this, I want to tell you one more movie I watch. Hey, okay, go for it. And it has Joel Egerton in it. Really? So I'm super excited. And it's on Prime and it's called Felony.
2: Oh, yes. That's oh. an older one of his.
0: Yeah. And yep. somebody else, who else is in it? The old guy, he's... Uh, I can't think his name, but he played... It's also uh, a guy
1: from Terminator. Uh, Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson, Wilkinson yes, but you're. All, yeah. uh,
0: Dudley's thinking of uh, oh, God, Courtney. Jai Courtney. Oh, God, Jai Courtney. Yeah, that's never a plus. Is that, sure. his, is that his
1: name? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I didn't mind him.
0: He was fine in that. I've not liked him in most things. Jai Courtney, that's his name? Yeah australian That's probably why the
1: movie wasn't that great
0: <laughs> because of his name
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Was, so anyway it was
0: it was no good i never watched it i it didn't i don't Jack want to Courtney. say it's
1: no good i would just say it's not i didn't think it was great it was i
0: agree 100 percent. i actually <clears> watched <throat> that relatively recently it was within this this year um, like
1: i feel like yeah, the storyline could have like the storyline in itself I think is good and could be really good, but then just the way it was put together, and agreed, just, there was almost dumb. no
0: tension in a story that should have been completely fueled by tension. Yeah, yeah, it and was. I mean, it's it's about lockdown. these cops, these three cops put in this terrible moral position, which is not a new concept. But yep. the story itself was it, it. It was there, and you have those actors. Well, oh shoot, Joel Edgerton wrote that. Yes and he's usually oh, and he's a damn good writer. Boy. I don't even blame him cuz the story it's almost I fine. Him. It was just I I don't know who directed it but man there was just zero tension involved. All right, hear me out. If he is the
1: writer and the lead actor, you're telling me you don't blame him. He's got to have some blame in there.
0: I don't okay, what was wrong with the writing and what was wrong with his performance? <laughs> yeah right. I, didn't, I didn't expect you to ask that question <laughs> oh you got
1: me oh, it's so smart dude right so <laughs> i can't blame him everything that he did he did Damn it. It. i didn't expect you to ask me a question
0: oh but right, no I, I 100% agree that was it was it's not that it was a bad movie it's just that given its actors and and the people involved in its story it was disappointing yeah what about you yeah, but... Any, anything that you've seen yep i'll start with the uh, the best one i saw uh to be original oh, called yeah. shark side of the moon definitely yeah oh boy i mean i oh boy is all i can say really good If you're looking for some fun it's one of those that's so bad it's fun well Where it's they're... directed by or not directed it was made by the asylum right they they Yes, but I mean it's like they took it to a, a, a new level of bad and you know production value and CGI and it's no, not new if you've not seen any of their stuff that's not new that's just what they do it's terrible and the end it's terrible but sometimes <laughs> yeah, but it's enjoyable you, because shark, of, shark the of the moon uh, yeah check it out it'll make you laugh at least Um, and then another one one I've been looking forward to, a little-known movie called Brian and Charles. It's a British comedy. Yeah, it's yep. got the guy that uh, it, I he works a lot with Ricky Gervais in yep. Afterlife and Derek. Uh, Derek. Yep. So anyway, yeah, it's a pretty good little dry British comedy. I liked it a lot. That one looked interesting. I, I just could never make myself spend the money to watch it. Yeah, I got a, a gift card from work to watch a, a voodoo gift card. Cheap asses. Voodoo's anyway, great, man. <laughs> I, I use voodoo a lot. I don't know. I mean, you we can. Amazon's the fun. same thing, it's just more easily accessible. <laughs> they don't always have everything. <laughs> Anyways, I'm uh,
1: mad at a free gift card. Right? <laughs> no, I, I,
0: it let me watch a movie I liked. Anyways, uh, a Shutter original that just came out called Glorious. Which is a goofy concept, some sort of HP Lovecraft thing that happens in a rest stop bathroom. Sounds weird, but it's actually a decent movie. It's got uh, J.K. Simmons as the voice of this monster thing that this guy runs into, but pretty good. Weird. Finally, watched the movie Resurrection, which I was excited to see. Just came out recently, just came out uh, available to rent with Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth and the premise is that she, and the trailer is pretty good. She runs into this guy that brings up some terrible events from the past that she deals with. And then you have to figure out if it's all in her head. Is she just being, is it just paranoia? Is it, I mean, but then it kind of jumps the rails big time at the end and gets really weird. And I don't recommend it. How was she in it? Because I remember really, she's always good in, uh, the night the house is that what it was yeah 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 she was great in that I who I've is so, it Rebecca uh, Hall yeah she oh was, yeah she's she's the main girl from the town and she was good yeah. in that yeah yep. yeah I she's like been that. good in she, most everything I've seen her in and she's good in this and that's why it's it's one of those that you legitimately are left wondering if she's just being paranoid or is it legitimately happening but this the story goes way south toward the end but uh, anyway so don't recommend that and then lastly, I watched, because uh, I felt like Shane made me, watch <laughs> the new movie, the Amazon original Samaritan. Oh, yeah. With with oh, uh, Rocky Balboa. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Listen, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone oh, he's is right liquid. there with Gerard Butler. His career I, is dead. Stop. I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't. stop, Don't. You this movie is awful. We'll like, give Sylvester Stallone the respect he deserves. Awful. Top five worst of the year. Awful. Wow. That's That's not, it's not even it's true. As if, a ten if Aaron year doesn't old, have to believe it, ten-year-old wrote a screenplay about how how cool he thinks heroes are, is but it? he didn't have any rights to real heroes. Yeah, it's really truly stupid. But can I can I counter? Okay. No.
1: Ready. I'm ready okay
0: ready for a counter sylvester stallone oh dang Eric, he got it. you can't dude. make up for it see he got no, you. It, i agree it's not. they hired a child actor that cannot pronounce correctly the name of your main superhero samaritan not samaritan with a d every time you say talks. it which is thousands of times i don't want to hear samaritan from some idiot child's mouth.
1: hey damn <laughs> yeah maybe samaritan. his name's dan
0: all annoying, no, and then here. a dumb twist, a, a dumb reveal or twist no. type of thing at the end that we call, could see a mile away. Here's the deal Uh-oh. it was it geared towards kids, yes, uh, more so than adults, sure. It was fine, it was fine, it was stupid. Don't... They truly yeah, it's stupid. a little stupid. That, but it's fine. It was fine enough. <laughs> the end. I don't know. Ending, I feel like you expected alerts. more of it than than what it. I did. It was trying to, I be. expected a real movie. That's exactly what he's saying. But what I'm saying, they fight. Why? Surrounded by man. fire, uh-huh. and they're just yeah. they're breathing fine. No smoke yeah. inhalation. Definitely. No burns. They're just standing there having conversations as the entire building around them is burning. Yeah. Fire alarm, fire sense. burning. <clears throat> yeah,
1: if you oh. ever it's, seen it's an action movie?
0: Yeah. Hideous. Have you ever seen real life? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you bad Literally, CGI, bad villains? Finders. They just fight the fire. Yeah, if you're, no, they're standing there
1: talking about, "Hey, how's your?" And my
0: What's thing, thing is, about? if you're going to be a dumb superhero movie with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, be a fun dumb superhero <laughs> no. movie. And it wasn't <laughs> that. And it was definitely uh, what what was that? one that that came out a couple years ago or last year or something with uh i can't even think of the actor's name the guy that was going to play Deadshot shot and never got the chance to oh uh, Manginello, man yes joe, yes whatever his name is and i can't I think. joe manganello i think his name is and, and he he made a superhero movie and this was basically the same thing except that was rated r and this was rated g basically I mean, it, it was fine. It was it was fine. Would I recommend it? No. But did I hate it it's, to the extent it's, you in, did? It's no. smack dab in my least favorite movies of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I figured it would be. But that doesn't God, be it's terrible. Anyways, yeah, that's what I watched. And unfortunately, that was the last one I watched. But now I lost all faith in humanity. Okay. Well, I have in seen... all faith? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I've been watching... I found Yellowstone on blu-ray so i've been watching that one and i'm liking it so i haven't been watching the show? movies lately yes yep yeah do good that makes so i've been it. wanting to watch that for well since it came out i mean it's a basically a, a modern western it has kevin costner who is my man and uh written mm-hmm. by joe man by uh i can't think of his name that did hell or high water and and wind river I've been wanting to see it. I don't have Paramount, so I haven't been able to watch it on that. And the only thing I've been able to find it on physical media wise is DVD. And I guess I'm a snob because I was like, nah, man, I need Blu-ray. <laughs> so I just haven't, I, I just haven't <laughs> bought it. But the other day I was I was uh, going through Walmart and there it was the, the first four seasons on Blu-ray. So I pulled the trigger, bought that, and started watching it. I'm digging it. I like it a lot so far. I'm I'm not far into it, but but I'm liking it. So that's what, what four, my time's going to.
1: What does four seasons cost?
0: Uh, I want to say it was seventy ish dollars, what about fifty dollars oh, a no. night. <laughs> uh, that was a hotel. That's a joke. hotel joke, guys. Yeah, Keep I up. got it. No, oh, I got it. All right, I quit the show. Dudley take over. <laughs>
1: No, that was good, dude. You guys get it? Four seasons of hotel. And oh. then when I said, What does it cost? He said, $50. Do you guys get it? Oh my God. Now I, it. now I get it. Now Actually, I get it. no uh, Actually,
0: I truly i have no idea what the cost of a hotel room is for one night. So <laughs> it's not, not even 50 close.
1: unless you're going American <laughs> in or sorry, American Inn or right?
0: Motel 8. <laughs> sorry, you were the example we use for shit hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I got whole
1: stories about American Inns. Oh, man.
0: Another time. Another time. Uh, should is there anybody anything that anybody wants to talk about before we get right into Thirteen Lives, or should we hop straight into it? No, nope. uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I did start. I just you mentioned a Yellowstone. I started a, another old man TV show called The Old Man with Jeff Bridges. That's a good little show for the first three episodes, at least.
2: Yeah, that's and one I'll check out
0: once Dang it's good out in it. Its Jeff Bridges is fantastic. <laughs> Name. One <laughs> everyone I wanted to it. go. Um, so I just can't think of anything. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was <laughs> I
1: was trying to go back and watch the uh, the Punisher series with our yes. boy. Yeah, and um, they want like twenty dollars a season. I'm like, nah. Wait on what? On Prime? No, not Prime. Yeah, on Prime. Yeah, on Prime.
0: It's on Netflix, right?
1: No, they pulled it off.
0: It's not on. It's on Disney.
1: Oh, you don't have Disney Plus. Oh, I don't have Disney Plus. No.
0: Well, I know a guy, me, that could probably maybe give you the password for it. Delete that that pot. I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna show up suicided by Disney in the next few. I need you to delete that pot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Anything else then before or should we hop into it? Let's do it. Okay. So, Thirteen Lives is a movie. Amazon original just came out. PG-13, two hours, 27 minutes long. It's a it's not a short movie. Not a short movie. No, it's about two hours and 27 minutes-ish. I, IMDb <laughs> classifies it as an action-adventure biography movie. The synopsis, um, Sounds right. to put it succinctly, is a rescue mission is assembled in Thailand where a group of young boys and their soccer coach are trapped in a system of underground caves that are flooding. That's pretty accurate and people know i mean yeah i mean people are aware of the true story yes based on a true story yeah huge Um, there's also a a very good documentary i believe it's called the rescue yeah that uh, that's on disney plus too i just recently watched that that's a good it's the same guys that did uh, what is it free fall the rock climbing yeah i I can't remember what the heck that was called but but uh yes if and they were Academy Award, either winning or nominated for that one, and then did The Rescue. So if you want a, a documentary of this movie, you can go check that out. But we're not doing that. We're doing the 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 movie directed by Ron Howard, of course, very prestigious director, twice nominated for an Academy Award in 2001 for A Beautiful Mind, 2008 for Frost Nixon. He's also Apollo 13. Four. Yeah, Apollo 13. Most recently he did uh, In the Heart of the Sea. He, he's done Quite a bit, obviously. Everyone should know who Ron Howard is. Starring a fantastic. Most notably, he narrated Arrested Development. Yeah, definitely. That's his his biggest career. career.
1: (coughs) Definitely. Most notable for How the Grinch Told Christmas. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Fantastic cast with Colin Farrell, Viggo Mortensen, Joel Egerton all appearing. There's some bit players that you'll recognize. The IMDb gives it. A 7.8 out of 10, which is pretty high up there. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 87% from the critics, giving it a 7.3 out of 10. And a 94% from the audience, giving it an 8.8 out of 10. So pretty dang good scores across the board. Critics' consensus, Steadily helmed by director Ron Howard, 13 Lives offers an incomplete but still gripping dramatization of an incredible true story. So? Incomplete?
1: I, well, I mean... Well, I think it's...
0: Uh, we might be able to go into it later, but yeah. I think mostly it does kind of gloss over all of the efforts outside of the cave. It just kind of shows you what's happening. But what else are they going to do? I mean, it's already two and a half hours long. I don't think anything else added to that would benefit the movie. Yeah, I, I'm interested in that. okay. You chose you this... Go. Why and what are your first thoughts on it?
1: I chose it because I was looking for a movie and everybody was pressuring me and I got scared and nervous and so I just chose it. I also really like movies based off of true events. I think they're normally done pretty well and kind of give you a look into, I'd I'd say probably at least most of the movies are at least 75% truish you know of events you know and they probably add stuff in there to make it a movie but that always gets me I love hearing about stories like this 13 lives are the whole actual live situation um I've only heard about basically you know 13 kids get stuck in uh into a cave and they end up getting rescued that's all I knew going into this movie. So you
0: oh see that would be fun and and Steve. I yeah because I even my wife did not remember any of the stories, so she didn't know if or how many would have survived and what happened. I mean, that would have been a truly great experience because I knew what was going on, and it's, it's a tense movie.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And so and we'll get more into it, but like all the things that took place for them to make rescues and stuff, stuff I did not know, which was I thought totally added to it. And that's why maybe I think that this movie, my first thoughts is I really love the movie. I, I really do. Um, we'll continue talking about that, but I, I don't know if I actually have like any qualms with the movie. I really enjoyed it. Thought the storyline was really good. Thought it was done really well. And then just to see all of the efforts put into this, I thought really kind of painted a whole picture, which is why on the incomplete side, like it, it does kind of gloss over, but it also really shows you what's happening on the outside. And I think you got a good picture of what's happening outside the cave too, but yeah, really enjoyed the movie and, you know, just thought it would be a good, A newer movie to try and hopefully it turns out well
0: yeah i agree with all the i mean yeah first thoughts are i I don't agree with it being incomplete Uh, i mean aside from making a 10-part miniseries how do you go into every aspect of the rescue but i mean you take an incredible true story that borders on being so crazy ridiculous that you don't believe it's actually what happened but i mean They don't have, that's what's so great about the story. They don't have to dramatize anything to make it more Yeah. and make it more Hollywood. Yeah. All of what happened is insane. And, and they, but they didn't make it this big dramatic event. It was more of a, I don't want to, I don't want to say boring, but they went about it in like a workmanlike way where they weren't trying to present these guys as heroes. It's just, they told you what happened and you watched it for two and a half hours. And you were engaged the whole time.
1: Yeah, and and just to add on that before you go, Shane, I totally agree. And I think that's what I liked about the movie so much is I it almost just felt like you were a part of it and you were there. It it wasn't, you know, some big movie drama that they try to overdo. It literally just felt like, okay, this is what we have, this is the situation, these are the things we need to think about, this is what we need to do. And you're just like, Okay, okay, here we go. Let's see what happens. I love it.
0: Which was I I agree, and I I echo that, and that was the biggest surprise to me because Ron Howard is a bit of a, a dramatic, I guess uh, I don't know if romantic's the right kind of word, but he he does have a, a kind of he's usually typically at a, a very like Spielberg. Yes, yes, he's a very yeah. emotionally driven kind of you know nostalgic, very very sappy at times director, and and to see him kind of do a very understated approach to it where it, it's there were moments that very easily could have become melodramatic and instead he just focuses on the story itself. And I thought it was better for it. I I 100% agree. There were many, many moments that were, that were understated and subtle and, and made absolutely brilliant because of that. And and I'll get into those as we go on, but yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think it's, it's biggest asset is that the people involved, Specifically, the writer, the director, the actors—all of them knew that the story was already compelling. They did not have to overcompensate to make it so. So they all they had to do was just play their bits and do it correctly, and it would be a compelling story. And it was. And I, I, I 100% agree. Let's start with let's start with that story. It is was there anything about the, the events and how it was portrayed the the story as it was written that that you did not like that that maybe they could have streamlined. This is a long movie. Let's let's start there, actually. Is there anything that you think possibly could have been cut out? Or did they do a good job of making this, however, what was it? 18 to 20 days event? They condensed it down to two and a half hours. And, and I thought they did a pretty good job. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, just thinking about the scope of this story. To, to do what they did in a concise way, in a clear way, in two and a half hours. I mean, they're covering... The kids themselves, and the the dive the rescue crew outside, you know, other people that are actually diving, but the people organizing the effort outside of the cave, and the people on top of the mountain diverting the water away from the holes, and the parents and family of these kids, and the uh, what was it, mayor or whatever he was, yeah, leader of this city, and Governor. his struggles because they they he was supposed to be out of there, but they saddle him with this. In case things go sideways, then he has to take the blame before the new guy. Comes. I mean, what they covered in a two and a half hour movie without being. I mean, yes, it's long, but I, again, I don't know. I don't know that you can cut any of it without cutting a lot of the experience away from it. And I certainly wouldn't add anything because then you're running into a three plus hour movie. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even to the point where they had the the meetings on what to
1: do and like showed you kind of the intense. Struggles inside of those meetings, you know, between the uh, not SWAT team, what were those dudes, maybe seals, seals? tie
0: tie seal, yeah,
1: (laughs) thank you, yeah, tie seals between the mayor in there and like, and then the actual divers are like, no, you, you know, let us in, and like, no, you can't go in yet, and like, all these different things happen. I, I honestly didn't think it was too long and that there was um, possibly really anything to take out, because I think everything had a place to mm-hmm. build the story, especially if you know nothing about the actual real-life situation. I think it painted it yeah. very well, and, good And, picture. and
0: even the, the religious aspect of this community. Yeah. The, I yep. mean, they, they covered so many things, even little things like, uh, I can't remember their names, Colin Farrell's character. I can't remember which one he was. John, John. the Lanthan. He made a phone call to his wife and child in the middle of this movie. Yeah, some people are like yeah, cut it out. It's two and a half hours already, but it makes them more human. And you, I mean, I, I think every bit of this movie's time was spent well. I don't think they needed to trim any fat or cut anything out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I
1: agree. Oh, I'm sorry, Shane. Only because like even Colin Farrell had to leave his son, and yeah. so like paints a picture. Like these are real life people that that decided to go do this for free as volunteers leave their lives behind. And then, you know, what was it, 18 days or whatever after, or for this entire situation, right. they're leaving their lives to go do this.
0: Right. And that, that, that uh, let, let's take that right into the characters since we brought them up. Then uh, let's talk about your favorite characters. It's, to me, to me, this movie was carried by Colin Farrell and Viggo Morgan. It, it was carried by the story, obviously. And, and the, mm-hmm. the threat of, these young children not surviving but as far as as the audience's connection to the story it's those two characters and no i'm i i have to say if even outside of this movie this real life story the one character that interests me the most is the doctor that has to i mean first of all first of all he has to make that decision and you know if if something goes wrong it's on him and he's yes he has experience diving but he himself has to go through the entire route underwater to the kids to administer. I mean, that's the most interesting character. And then to be played by Joel Edgerton, just the little moment that's when the they elephant. first bring him into the cave. And he, mm-hmm. the way he looks at them, and he's like, what What are you doing? We can't do this. And now he's in there. He can't go home and forget about it. I mean, right. that that is by far my favorite character.
1: I, yeah, I i agree with that i was gonna say vigo or joel I love um, vigo
0: mortensen in this
1: i and i don't it's no fault of colin farrell but i think he plays that positive character which is in almost every movie right it's like okay we can do this we're gonna do this right but then you See, got vigo mortensen on the side who's like who's playing this character's like dude they're, they're and like i loved
0: dying. i loved the 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 kind of uh clashing styles of them where, where like you said colin farrell he wasn't this just blindly optimistic but he was like for sure okay gather uh you know like when they actually get to the rescue mission and he injects his kid before it's time and, and it kind of throws off the timeline and, and it's just kind of those like oh crap moments but colin farrell is the one that's like you know what no panic no worries we're gonna make this happen and it's just that kind of just straightforward like let's it's what it is now it's done let's make it work and be positive and, about and- it and going back to you know making it hollywood that, i mean the those two clashing personalities are uh, based on the documentary and these actual people saying these things that was what it was i mean rick stanton he doesn't have kids he doesn't like kids right he, he knew as soon as they found the kids hooray there's no way to get them out now so he's thinking I they're all dead love those things. i love that character so much just a yeah, straightforward no bones mm-hmm. no no just tell it how it is like they're bones. Like, like this
1: security driver, or whatever, is like, we're gonna dude, save the kids. Like, scene. no, they're all dead. And yeah. He's like, yeah. And then he's, and like, he's crying then the
0: up driver. in the front seat. I'm oh my like, god, oh
1: that's like Richard, why? But Ugh. I mean and, oh, so good.
0: Yeah, yeah the, the, I, and that's the what's doctor. the the best about the that yes, they weren't flashy performances, but those moments, even from that bit part from a driver that's just the whole city and the whole world is celebrating nationally because of this footage and because they found the kids and they know that, okay we found them there's no way to help them and it's devastating and you know Joel Edgerton when when he's he gets called into this and he just looks at Vigo Morton the character in the cave and he just gives him a look he's like Rick you know like just a questioning look what do you doing? like it's insane what they can say with so very little words yes. and just one little look mm-hmm. that was a great it interaction felt like real life that was a great interaction when when uh dr harris joel egerton's character shows up they get him here they get him there under the guise that they need a diver and he's they need his help and and really what it's to essentially do is to ask him to potentially kill all these children in order to be their only chance of being rescued i I mean when when it's boiled down to what it is that's what it is he's going to basically it's their only option is is to sedate these children to take them underwater through these caverns and hopefully rescue them or the alternative is they die they wake up it doesn't work their hearts stop they drown i mean a thousand negative options to this one chance of hope and and that's really what they called him there for and and the scene that scene where they're telling him that where not even where they're telling him it where he realizes it and and the conversation yeah. that they have <clears throat> is just incredible and 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 very uh again an, a, an opportunity that many writers directors would have taken that chance to to make it this melodramatic argument and and <laughs> And it's not, it's, it's a realization that this is our chance. And even that, even Colin Farrell in that moment, he says, no, listen, listen, if the doc says we can't do it, we can't do it. And and it that's oh. the end of the discussion. It was, that was so brilliantly, realistically portrayed instead of just being this blow up and this, this just, you know, <laughs> like it, it could have been a super dramatic over the top <laughs> moment. And it wasn't, it was, it was just so subtle and perfect.
1: Yep. I just, I just loved when, when they were like, "Well, we didn't bring you here to die. We brought you here because of what you do." And he's like, because he's like, I'm just an anesthesiologist." Yeah, <laughs> and he's no. like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Wait,
0: yeah." And it just what? clicks I'm in like, his head. Oh and, yeah, God. that was such a great, great scene.
1: <sighs> yeah, so good.
0: All right, so we talked uh, uh, a little bit about the kind of the main three, at least what I consider the main three of this movie: uh, Mortensen, Farrell, and Egerton. I think we all agree fantastic in a non-showy kind of way i mean they, they showed up to their job everybody went home right uh yeah but that makes it sound like they're kind of they weren't boring performances they just know oscar Beatty dramatic over bearing performances correct well, yeah I, I i agree um
1: i i also don't think they should be or need to be to right af- yes. to make this movie yeah, i think what i feel like it is a uh, it was perfect.
0: And, and that's what I meant so. at the beginning where it felt like everybody was on the same page where the, the writing, the directing, yeah. the acting, everybody knew that we don't, we're, we're not trying to steal the show. We're all part of of, of this thing that's telling this story. The story is the most important. We're just here to to tell it. And I think that the performances were were on par with that. They, they just wanted to be the people that tell the story about this incredible, incredible event. Uh, but let me ask about the performances. Were there any weak ones? Anything that any that you didn't like or that you would have recast possibly? Because I couldn't think of any going through it. I mean, mostly there were a lot of small parts, and and I think they all did pretty dang good job.
1: Yeah, I mean, even Tom Bateman as Chris is the guy who's kind of the most inexperienced, yeah. The the
0: new guy-ish. Yeah. He did a
1: great job on portraying that character of
0: and that was surprising to me. The only thing I had seen him in. Is uh, murder on the orient express and then death on the Nile? He played the, the same character oh, in those two, that's right. Um, yeah, and he was kind of this you know, this uh, a spoiled rich kid, he was kind of a more bombastic character. To so to see him kind of play an understated, uh, real human performance was surprising to me. And not that I didn't think he could, it's just I had not seen it up to this point. So I agree, he did a, a yeah. pretty damn good job. And the other diver that had more screen time was. Paul Gleason I yep. don't even know who he is, but man he was good too. I mean he had a few lines the uh, the he's one Paul Gleason good 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 okay uh <laughs> anyway he had the one like when they're uh trying to get the kids out and they get the first kid out uh, up into the the one chamber that halfway through and he's so surprised that it works and <laughs> like I don't know it, it, it's a very small performance but I think everybody that was in the movie I don't think I felt like there's a weekly the coach, the kids coach. Yeah, they had one scene where he was reading, you know, how the he thought all of the parents would hate him for putting these kids in danger. But they're thanking him for yes. keeping them safe. And another great and scene. he breaks down. And it's like, you know, I, never, I don't know who this actor is, but gosh, that's a so let's a performance. Let's piggyback off of that. Uh, we've talked about these these individual scenes, which scene to you stood out as the the your favorite or the most impactful, whatever you want to name, what, what scene stood out to you? Uh, That's tough. I mean, I think I probably have to go with the right one. Joel Egerton's character, Harry, the doctor gets there. Just, the, uh, I don't know. I think that's just perfection. I mean, the way it was, like we've said, it's understated, but it's three really good performances just to portray one and it's not a simple thing, but just the the weight of what they're about to try to do, and the responsibility is on them. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah There was there I, was quite a bit that I liked. That was one of them. Uh, another one that I that stood out to me was was at the end, and and I'm glad you mentioned Tom Bateman because that where where he almost breaks down, uh, it, and they're kind of their support. Oh yeah. But again, it's in, it's in yeah. such a realistic human way where where it's not this showy you know it, it's not this dramatic event it's just that this guy's kind of going through some stuff and they're like hey man it's good and then and that's the end like it it's it, it i'm i'm making it feel like it's well, just kind of like and he gets oh i thought you were saying uh, the scene where he gets kind of turned around and lost and ends up in that one chamber no after that everybody too saved. that too but no uh, i mean yeah. after, at the end when they're in the in the uh shackle yeah, together they're yeah, just yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, all yeah. exhausted beat to hell and 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 he just kind of has a moment there. I thought that was great. But another well, one I that I think that... was was absolutely brilliant, and and it was Viggo Mortensen, who was brilliant throughout this. He was my favorite part of this movie. But where they're they're going to the last round of rescues, and it starts oh, yeah. raining and it's pouring, <laughs> so and good. and they say we can do this, and and he just bl- just bluntly says, "I'm not dying in the cave. If I don't think we can get through, I'm not going in." Mm-hmm. And and they get to the cave, and it's just their faces are just like, oh, they're they're just destroyed uh-huh. because the water's rising, it's coming in fast, and they all just kind of turn to him, and he's just staring at this, and, and you could tell it's just like this internal thing going on, and then it's just such a simple, brilliant yep, delivery. The way it's delivered. We can all do right, it. Let's do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just yep. such a brilliant, but that that, that moment was really one of my true. favorites of the whole movie yeah, where they all yeah, just yeah. kind of turn Fantastic. to him. <laughs> And it's just such a, it's such a matter of fact way uh, of delivering that line, but it's such a like hell yeah moment when he yeah. does it. And it he gives knows. him a little thumbs up. We right. can do it, and that's it. And then it right. gets to work. Yeah, well, I,
1: I, I. Those are all I think really hard to beat. But just for the sake of conversation, I'm going to add in the one where um, Viggo Mortensen does tell that security guard guy that yeah. the yeah. kids are going to die. Yeah. Because so because again not knowing a lot about the story that's the first part where you think to yourself like oh wait this isn't all rainbows and and, and butterflies like i'm
0: glad you brought that up because i also did not know about i have not seen the documentary i knew the overall like you said kids were trapped in a cave there was a rescue mission that was the extent of my knowledge so i fell into the trap of that ron howard perfectly set up where we found them everybody's cheering there's this elation and i'm like oh yep. right and then vigo morrison comes in as the voice of reason like yeah okay they're however many miles under the earth surrounded <laughs> And it's like oh yeah shit this is still this is still real it, in fact yep it might be worse because now they're alive and they're going to be stuck in there and we have no way to get them out like it's yeah i i agree that was such a brilliant way for ron howard to set that up and then just crash it down yeah yeah so many good oh oh, gosh and i'm just thinking of these scenes i i mean i brought it up briefly but when that when tom what is it tom bateman yes yeah tom Tom bateman when his character gets lost and Mm -hmm. the way the way they treat him is so in character great vigo mortensen finds him and he's like okay just hang out harry will be here in a second and then he just keeps moving (laughs) and then then harry shows up and he's talking through it like hey i I think you think i could uh Take him the rest of the way, like trying to talk him into right. letting him take so the kid. good. And the way they all handle it with, with no judgment and no, I mean, this dude's in it, in it with them, you know, like they respect the hell out of it. And it's just like, all right, this is an obstacle. Let's do this. We we still got this type of approach to it. It's just absolutely phenomenal. And no point did they ever start. I mean, the weight of what they're doing, but they never celebrated until the there was that one point. I think this was after the first round of rescues. They took four kids out and everybody's celebrating the whole world. And it's just Colin Farrell and Viggo Mortensen in this little shack getting ready to go to sleep, knowing they have to do it all over again. And it's just one line. He's like, you know, before this, if we'd have got one out safely, we're heroes. Now we got four out alive. If we don't bring one out alive, we're the bad guys. And it's, it's crazy the way, yeah, the the perspective that they viewed what they were doing. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is incredible. I, I want to use this as a jumping off point to to discuss Ron Howard, because we've talked about these scenes and I talked a little bit about how he set up the scenes. But I want to give him kudos to making. Uh, first of all, making. The, the camera work was very tense, very claustrophobic, very just. Oh, I yeah. mean, i me in caves—that's the thing that I'm like. Oh, I know, no, nope, no, no, I will never okay? spelunk. I don't want to go in right. a cave. Nope, like, nope nope, nope, nope. First of all, no. If I'm that coach, right? All those yeah. kids were alone because I'm, I'm like, those, listen, if kids, I'm, I'm those kids, I'm not going home? Home? <laughs> Yeah, if if they're like, hey, there's kids stuck in the <clears throat> cave, you know how to? they be like, no, they're dead sorry like, <laughs> like, we really need you to go in and i'll be like that sucks for those kids because i'm yeah. like i'm not dying in a cave <laughs> like i'm i'm yeah so so hell no on caves and ron howard's filming was fantastic in, in oh, those cave diving scenes but also I to talk about but, I, and, I and and I bring that up to point out that he did such a great job of establishing the geography, so that you knew the route. You knew exactly where they were along the route. Yes, how long I mean, because how difficult of a task is that? I mean, it's a cave. It all looks the damn same, but he did such a good job of re-establishing each location and each stop on the route, so that you knew exactly where they were and what was going on. I thought it was fantastic, filming and cinematography. Yeah, I mean, you talked about tension, I and that's why i wish i could have seen this with the same uh, without knowing what was actually going to happen at the end because it it was extremely tense for me knowing the end of it and spoiler alerts if somebody's listening and doesn't know that they all get out alive right but my my wife's watching and i you know i'm feeling it watching this tension of first of all the it's claustrophobic it's confined yeah. it's uh-huh. water if anything goes wrong you're dead uh-huh. and uh, the sound design where it's just yeah. air tanks scraping rocks and and bubbles and muted noise. i mean it just all adds to this tension and it got to the point where she's she's like i'm not gonna watch anymore unless you tell me what happens at the end because she <laughs> didn't want to go through the rest of it hoping and wishing <laughs> right and not knowing what's no, gonna I happen no i mean and you're it's not just wrong. incredible the way they, they establish that. Every underwater scene I'm looking oh, at. Great. They're gonna something's gonna get snagged. <clears throat> the line's yep. gonna break. I, I mean, just yep. the and he does these close-ups on the line, and I'm like, all right, here goes. It's snapping. I'm like, nope, it didn't. Thanks, Ron Howard. You're like, you're just you're killing <laughs> me. <laughs> like, I'm looking every second that they're underwater in this cave, I'm looking for disaster. And it was just oh. like Yeah, but the
1: the grinding on me, I mean, the film work made me feel like I was in the water in the cave with these guys, trying like I had to remind myself to breathe. Like,
0: it's fine, you're (laughs) not in a cave. I'm like,
1: (laughs) I'm like, like...
0: (laughs) well, and and think of it this way this is crazy. There was an interview with Rick Stanton, the Vigo Mortensen's character, talking about how realistic and how it's not. You know dramatized for Hollywood And he said the only really the only Liberty they took with this For filmmaking purposes was to make The water clearer yes in real yes. Life there was zero visibility I mean imagine oh, how Crazy that is Muddy I did water hear that, that And, and oh. I imagine that Was the case he said it that. was it was Like everything was by feel you were feeling yes. with your hands you couldn't see your hand in front of you so it's essentially like close your eyes and feel your way along so these... imagine that for yeah hours terrifying and six hours, hours oh there my and six hours back underwater no visibility terrifying I, I i would no i would if i was the coach or one of those navy seals i'd be like listen guys i'm gonna need you to trank my ass and drag me out because i'm not doing <laughs> well that. they did they did the <laughs> coach well, yeah, they did do it for the coach, but I'm like, if I was one of those Navy SEALs, like, dude, I did that once. I'm not doing it again. You can, your mm-hmm. options are trank me or leave me here and like, <laughs> give me a, a gun with one bullet. Like, I'm, not yeah, doing it. I'm telling not. you, man, these caves. So, and then, okay, so then let's get to the. So they get through all of it. And, and this is where I say this story is so incredible that you literally don't have to change anything. The way events unfolded and the timing of it all you know, when the rain stopped to give them an opportunity to go in. And then at the end, it's like, you're up against it. This is the last day we got to get everybody out. And you think they're just making this stuff up for, right. for Hollywood I thought so. drama. I had to look it up. And, and when the seals, the seals, the, the few that stayed behind were the last to come out. And then that water pump broke and it's flooding and they're waiting and they're looking for lights and like the timing of all of it. And it, that's how it played yeah. out. And it's insane. Because I I legitimately had the thought of damn Ron Howard restrained himself for so long and then he had to turn this ending into, you know, like a race against time. And no, it was like all of that legitimately yeah. happened. I'm like, yep. holy crap. Yeah, their their backup option was get them all out or they have to they're in there for eight months. Yeah. As, as they try to give them air I read that and they, water their, and food. Their backup and... option was to like somehow drill an oxygen line so they yeah. could just live there for the next year. <laughs> like, what the hell? No, thank you. Yeah. I mean that's what I mean. It just I'd be like, and, hey and coach, yes... you want to bash my head in with a rock? <laughs> and then So here's the argument though. People people will say oh well then why don't you just watch the documentary if it's if this movie is just such a true to life representation sure yeah but there's a lot that the documentary can't show you I mean I know we're not seeing the real thing but the movie puts you in it right it's it's the visuals it's it's the visual storytelling instead of the narrative storytelling yeah the the documentary has the people that were actually there telling their narrative which is that it has that over this movie but this is the visual storytelling of their narrative so i mean i i guess i don't know one whatever you prefer i know I'm i sure say watch I, I prefer mean, documentaries yeah but it's incredible that documentary made me tear up man there's there's one guy they called mm-hmm. him sam i don't remember his real name the the tie he yeah, wasn't sam, even a, a sam navy on, seal. i think i think he was a former navy seal he was that he just showed up to help volunteered yep. and stuff went wrong he was trying to carry wetsuits to the kids and uh ended up dying it was the yeah, only in, person in that real died life during i believe it operation. was oxygen tanks and he died on the return trip uh if i'm if i'm not mistaken no it, it I was read. it was uh it was wetsuits and i think what happened they were saying in the documentary is that they it was too much drag he used up too much air yeah it took too long to get, long to get it all yeah. through yeah but i mean it's it, but it's it's crazy the whole thing is incredible the only the only movie I compare it to, where it's a story that's so perfect that you don't have to change anything, and and when you're seeing it, you think, oh god, what is, they're just making this up to make it more tense. The only movie that got me that same way was uh, First Man, the Moon Landing Mission. Where I didn't know uh, all the details <laughs> and it's like you know they're running right. out of fuel before they land and they're at 1% and they're right at the abort and there's this giant crater and they're not tra- I mean you think they're all making it up and I got the same feeling here where man it's it's so good it's meant to be a movie and they did it so well yeah uh, I I agree Ev. it's uh, it, it's I just think this is a, a prime example of everything and everyone involved in the movie ha- sharing one vision and executing mm-hmm. that vision perfectly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And down to the people that were like, yeah, flood our crops. We're flood our right. crops. Take another our livelihood. Great another scene. another great
0: scene. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, just crazy. And, so and when you he, think, you know, you think, okay, they're diverting some water off a mountain. How, yeah. how bad can it be? And then <laughs> they show these gigantic funnel. Like, it's a. <laughs> yeah it's a rapid waterfall flooding entire acreage yeah i mean and it's what, crazy what was the number that it said at the end something like fifty thousand gallons or something like that oh, i can't even remember something yeah, it, uh, just crazy crazy than, i mean everybody yeah. involved in this rescue it just insane story let me ask though because i have been trying to remember and i can't uh, probably because i was just so tuned in like oh my god i can't like i i wanted to get out of the caves. Was there music in this? And, and if so, what was it? Was it good? Because <laughs> I just, I don't remember it because I, I was I don't, so engaged. There had to have been some music, but yeah. Yeah, most of the time it was just the sound design, which is a fantastic decision. It's all muted sounds. And like I said, air tanks scraping rock as you're squeezing through these. I mean, most of it's just the the tension of not having any sound there. I don't remember much music at all. Maybe maybe happy music. whenever <laughs> I don't I don't remember to be honest.
1: I was yeah. Just, yeah yeah I was just getting ready to say like music must have been fine because there's nothing <laughs> in there that i was like dude what the kind of hell song is this you know, yeah. like, what are you doing <laughs> okay I do have a question do we have any qualms with this movie because I know we're getting close to to scoring yeah this, and I'm trying to decide like is there anything bad about this movie
0: okay now. <laughs> i say this as a generality and i've said this for most movies like this and i'll again reiterate this is not a qualm for me personally but it has to be said for some people because it will be an issue it's not too long and not too slow i'm not to me (laughs) no but it has to be said because you know for a fact there are people out there that don't want to commit two and a half hours now as we said before, I don't know what I would cut if anything. I think it was brilliant putting 20 days into this two and a half hours and it I, I don't think it dragged at any point, but I just want to bring it up as a general warning to those who don't like long movies. It's long.
1: Well, that's really stupid word. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I, I, anytime I have to pay for a movie, I'm okay with three hours.
2: I, like, my, right.
1: As long as it doesn't drag out, it's not like crazy. You know, it's not like yes. really stupid. But yes. like this Agreed. whole entire movie and that I'm in it. I didn't even realize it was that long. till yes. to that today. I just right. watched yeah. the entire movie. And I was like, dang, 100%. And, and
0: that's know. why I'm not going to, I'm not going to count on a movie. <clears> like, <throat> Let's say Blade Runner 2049, where I know people will consider it boring. This is not that. I mean, I love two and a half hour movies. That's fine. But this is two and a half hours beginning to end filled with tension, like just gripping you you're never my mind didn't wander i didn't want to pick up my phone i was glued to it for two and a half hours yep so i don't count that as a negative because it's not it's not a two and a half hours that's wasted downtime it's filled and it's used i I agree like like i said that was that's not a personal i don't feel that personally but it it should be said but i want you to cut it out Okay, I'll end that <laughs> part out. <laughs> Forget I said anything. As far as negatives, I don't. I mean, no, I don't. I, I so <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I guess if, if uh, and again, I, I'm trying to scrape at things that somebody else might consider negatives. Possibly the fact that it does go for that understated realism instead of uh, your typical cinematic dramatization might make it seem a little slow to some. I love watching those kinds of performances. I love watching those kinds of, of stories. We we talked about that in, most recently in the gray man where, where Ryan Gosling gives kind of an understated subtle performance. I love just deciphering looks on actors and, and and yes. looks between actors and deciphering what's going on in between the words that are spoken. And there was a lot of that in this. I love it. Some might not. Uh, it also should be said, again, I don't care, but it should be said for some audiences, there's subtitles in this movie. So if you're Mike Lucas and you don't like reading a movie, eh, that might get to you. I, but again, I don't care. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. So I'll ask you guys what what weaknesses? What, what would you have changed, if anything, to, uh, to prove it? Just real quick, uh, and this is disappointing. But I'm reading negative reviews on IMDb just to see what people are saying and 95% of these that are under the score of 5 are go watch the documentary instead. It's like okay that that's nothing to do with the merits of this movie. It's just but anyway, yeah, um getting back to what I think is a negative uh I can't think of anything to be honest. I mean it is it's not action packed but it is thrilling from start to finish people <clears throat> people might complain that these characters are a bit emotionally shut off but these are real characters that's how that guy was to 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 go through a situation like that even in the documentary he did say that you cannot they thought of these kids as packages to be delivered they could not in that <laughs> yeah. moment Think of them as human beings that might die because of what they're doing. Well, and that's what, that's what made those, those moments where they, 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 I don't want to say crack, but, but where you see kind of cracks in, in that, that mindset, like when Mm -hmm. Colin Farrell has to take his break, it's, it's not because of he's worried. They're not, it's because it's like, he's realizing, oh my God, like, this is a child whose life is in my hands. Yep. He, he stopped breathing for a second. I'm responsible for this child. And the same thing with with uh uh I can't think of the other guy's name. Bateman, Boy. Bateman, Bateman. Yes, yes. Uh, th- he cracked for the same reason because. He lost the line, he didn't know where he was, and it wasn't it wasn't any other thing going through his mind than like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to leave this kid here. I fail this kid. This kid is going to die. And that just killed him. And to see those cracks in that mentality was was fantastic and yeah. that's
1: that's i think for me that's the problem with trying to find any problems with this movie because the movie is based off of something r- that really happened yeah like you're seeing things in
0: the movie that really and, happened and they yes. did like an
1: amazing <laughs> job portraying
0: it so like it, they're not no. creating characters either they talked to <clears throat> the real people i mean this is their best portrayal of these real people it's not like they're inventing a character and they decided oh my guy's gonna be shut off emotionally no it's it's what they're working with the real life diver i mean to call that a negative and there's enough joel edgerton's connected emotionally more than vigo uh colin farrell is when you know he he asks what's my kid's name every time and yeah uh, it's seeing joel edgerton administer the when he's when he's telling every single kid <laughs> yeah. you're lucky, you've got the best I diver love that in the world bit. every, you single out. Kid, <laughs> every one of them. The number know. one diver in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I love that bit. So I, I mean I love it. Oh, so good. And you're right. It's two and a half hours, and yeah, our characters are a little bit emotionally guarded, but it adds to those scenes, man. That scene. Yeah. Because say- you have other people to carry that emotional weight. I want to talk about this writer because I saw William Nicholson wrote the screenplay and I saw that name and I didn't know it and I, I probably should. So uh, this guy wrote Gladiator, was nominated for an Oscar for that, but he's written some, some very good real life movies, sometimes more melodramatic, like Unbroken. He wrote, I don't know if any of you saw that one. He wrote... Breathe with Andrew Garfield. Fantastic movie based on a true story. That one's a little more on the romance melodramatic side. Uh Everest, have you seen that one with Jillian with Hall? And and I mean yes. that's a great cast. He wrote that one. That's another fantastic real life movie. Uh he wrote the screen fa- screenplay for Les Miserables, which I hated, but a lot of people really. Of Who'd you say the writer was? William Nicholson. So Wow. Man, that dude's I should probably know that name. Should have probably known that name and I didn't. That's on me. So kudos to that man because this was a fantastic screenplay. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Anything that anybody else wants to add in a negative way because this has kind of turned into a love fest. Rightfully so. It's a fantastic movie. At least I think a- anything else any nitpicks you can <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> can I literally <laughs> been sitting,
1: I was hoping you guys had something just so I could hop right? on the bandwagon like you know what? You're
0: right. Yeah, you're right. It's a nine point eight instead of ten. <laughs> oh man, let let me ask this then before we get into specifically where we rate this. Part of the reason I wanted to see this is because it's a true story. It's it's this fantastic true story. I didn't know a whole lot about it, but man, Ron Howard has made a career of of doing these kind of true stories. I mean, Apollo thirteen, um, in the Heart of the Sea was. Yeah, somewhat based on true events, but Ron Howard's a hell of a director. Specifically, Apollo 13 was in my head. Where would you where would you put this against Apollo 13 specifically? Because they're they're similar movies in that they're based on true life disasters slash rescue missions. Uh which one no, do you... I don't know, man. Apollo yeah, 13. That's is, a uh... damn good movie.
1: I, yeah. I don't think it's fair for me to judge right now because I haven't seen Apollo 13 in a long time. Right, that's fair. And so I'm definitely high on this 13 Lives movie. So I, <clears throat> I don't think that's fair for me. Yeah, to... that's fair. That's fair. I,
0: I will say I'm actually not a huge Ron Howard fan, other than, I mean, because he did that racing movie, which was fine. Rush. He did the Whale yeah. movie, which was fine. I mean, most of most of what i see of ron howard i will say (laughs) (laughs) i will say if you have not seen it uh frost nixon is also based on a true story and holy cow that is an amazing amazing movie if you have not seen it i saw that just out of nowhere had no idea what it's about and when i saw it it blew me away it's a fantastic performance.' Right. It's great directing. amazing, amazing movie. But I would say this is Ron Howard's best movie in at least a decade, probably more, maybe 15 years. I mean, it's his best movie in a long, long while. like this is like vintage Ron Howard. This will be up there on one of his better movies. Are we ready to rate? Yeah, let's get into it. you picked this. do you want to go first or last first? Actually, uh, okay, go ahead because I'll pull up Steve's score while you're doing that. All right, I'm trying to
1: debate on a 0. 0.25 or a 5.5 5 here.
0: That's <laughs> that's my like out of 10.25 out of 10.
1: <laughs> you'll you'll see in a second. I'm just trying to decide.
0: He's trying 10, to decide. if 10. It's 10. 9 and a half and 9.
1: Yeah, I'm just, honestly, I'm trying to decide if it's a 9.25 or 9.5 to be honest. I'm like, not hating. I'm, I'm literally you. trying to think of something wrong with this movie and the things you brought up Shane for people that, you know, <clears throat> want these big productions or whatever. Right. Okay, fine. Score your own then.
0: But no, I agree. I brought those <laughs> up as fi- kind Yeah, of kind of general and, I, and I appreciate yeah. that.
1: But honestly, based off of everything we said, the way that you're encompassed in the movie, there's not one portion of the movie where I'm like, that was really stupid. This is really stupid. This could have been cut out. Like we walked yeah. through all of this and we just cannot find really any issues the actors all did their parts the the videography was amazing i yeah, felt it, like yeah. you were in the water the way that they showed you how far these people actually have to dive the mapping of it i mean just the the cult the um entire community yeah. everything <clears throat> i i I mean, it was so good we didn't even talk about the music. We talk about the music every time. And like, I was, I was too. Like, in, I do if there in, was
0: music. I was too. First of all, terrified. Exactly. I was like, no, screw that. hundred
1: percent. hundred percent. And if there was music, it obviously did a good enough job. Right, to, I'm gonna have to rewatch yeah. it or listen to the soundtrack <clears throat> or something. I'm gonna go. I know it sounds crazy, but I think I'm gonna go 9.5. I just cannot find.
0: I'm, I don't even issue. hate that. I don't even hate that. I'm going nine point five. Uh, let me let me give Steve's real quick. He didn't really give a, 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 uh, I think he needs an explanation, but he did give an eight point two five. So that's Steve's score. He watched it, wasn't it. able to be on the show with us. Uh, Aaron, what do you have? Uh, actually, I, before Nate said it, I was solidly at nine point five. I mean, this is and this is, <clears throat> I don't. It's my type of movie mm-hmm. where. It's a slower movie, sure. Fine. I like that. Two and a half hours I have no problem with. But this story and these actors telling it, and Ron Howard did a hell of a job. I mean, and it and it all looks great. We talking we didn't even talk about how I mean you could take not only were all the scenes engaging and great from a writing standpoint but you can take images from this. It's a dark cave, and somehow they made yeah. every frame look fantastic. And yeah. in, in the rain and in the, the uh. Thai countryside. And it's, there's not a lot that you can say other than, yeah, some people might find it slow and boring. And I will say they, there was one character in the documentary. I can't even remember his name. He was like the the initial leader that had mapped the cave previously yes. and brought everything together. Oh, yeah. And, yep. Yep. They didn't really spend a whole lot of time with him. So maybe there's one little downside. But <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mapped it. 9.48. And we were like, yeah, cool, okay. Yeah, nine, nine, yeah, no. But <laughs> so I'm at a nine and a half. I mean, this is absolutely top three movie of the year for me, behind, right up there with Batman and Top Gun 2. It's a very different movie from those. Yeah, but definitely. Damn, it's good. Nine those are stories as well, though? This, uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this, I did think of a, of a negative. When they were sitting outside their I don't know, a little hotel or whatever, standing outside. And, and it was a sunny day at that point. By they, I mean, Viggo Mortensen and and uh, Colin Farrell. And Mortensen was just kind of looking out at the mountains. And it's a scene where he said, oh, I can see the sleeping princess. Oh, yeah. And, yeah anyways, yeah. I, I, it was very bad. Definite green, green screen. screen yes this is all one one negative oh. a little 15 second scene. <clears throat> it was very clearly him standing against a green screen it was like yeah you could have shot that on location nine but four six that's Got just it. a nitpick i was trying hard there i found one it's a it's a one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um makes sense I, i'm at a i i i just for some reason it my heart is just telling me to not give it a, an A+. plus, So I'm going to give it a uh, 9.25. It's it's an A, but it's just not quite there. Because this is not one that it's going to be like, oh, I need to go rewatch that type of deal. What? Um, hundred I mean, percent. I, I may in the future, it. but it's, it, it's, I guess, just not my speed. I mean, it's a brilliant, brilliant movie with fantastic performances, great oh, individual man. scenes. This, it's the type me, of subtlety that I like. Like I said, yes. you're almost interpreting performances rather than being told through the dialogue what what they're feeling i love that absolutely love that so it, it's a brilliant brilliant movie uh in fact you know what you've convinced me i'm also going to give it a 9.5 it, it's <laughs> I, it's, I, I, I because it is it's, a, it's an absolute i mean i can't argue with the fact like what do you change I, like yeah i don't know Not. i mean if. That's green yeah, screen, that's, dude. That, it, that's, that's a green screen. Otherwise, though, it's a 12. But uh, <laughs> I just, I loved it. I absolutely loved Let's it. Let's go.
1: Um, 9.5. So that I knew brings Steve our score
0: massively wrong. to a 9.18, 9.19. So that's a that's a solid in the A range. So, Aaron, what have you got real quick for this or that?
2: Because yeah, that's going to be a lot of
0: good stuff. A lot of good movies. Here we go. Yeah. This or Wind River. That. That's more my uh, speed. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I. Why? That's one that, of my absolute favorite good movies. Good. That's I could the. That's it. the
1: one with the snowmobiles, right? In yes. The... Yep. Mm, that is. And that's you the know same thing in Same thing in that movie though. Yeah. Where the
0: performances are so subtle, and and it's just oh, really. yeah.
1: it is a really good. Movie. I'm still going. I think this. Uh, this
0: mind. or this or Jojo Rabbit? I go Jojo Rabbit. Fudge. This. Oh
1: my gosh, Jojo this. Rabbit's so good though. Yeah,
0: Jojo Rabbit made me cry like a baby.
1: It did, hundred percent, twice. I watched it twice. Um, I'll go. Man, I gotta go. This, I think. Yeah, so all right.
0: This, this or Mystic River, and that's oh like top five God. all time for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. that
1: this is the worst. This or that? that I've ever. No, heard. I'm I telling this. you.
0: No, because listen though, we we are here's the deal. Put this. any of those performances up against the performances in Mystic River, Sean Penn's performance. Sean Penn's performance in that is maybe top five of mine of of so all cool. time. Yes. So yeah. I'm I'm going with Mystic River. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree with that. Well, because yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. The the okay. is that my daughter in their scene. I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it Stop right it. now and it's tearing me off <laughs> <up> like that. <laughs> and, and, then daughter, and then he's sitting on the porch talking. I uh, oh. can't cry for oh. her. And, oh. anyway, God, that's uh, yeah, Mystic uh, River. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, we're we're this score puts it in a top 15 of our score. So that's why we're up against all It's these a great damn movies. good movie. Uh this or hereditary. And I might lean hereditary, Man, I don't think I've seen it. Ooh. I know. How do you spell it? Hereditary. This I think <laughs> I'd it. be okay. more inclined to watch this. Yeah, oh, Tony Collette. Oh, yeah, and and I said at the at the time we reviewed that hers her performance is a little showy to me. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe I gave oh, them that, both the same score. This movie got that high.
1: This is interesting. Okay. Uh,
0: last one, this or Forrest Gump, and nostalgia makes me pick. Yeah, Forrest Gump. man, <laughs> I gotta, I can't not pick Forrest Gump, right? Except the Tom Hanks isn't that good, really, but stop. <laughs> <laughs> No, Gosh. I mean Tom, uh, Forrest Gump is so immensely rewatched. Good lord. Okay, how about this? Another time. This or the Green Mile. This. Ooh. No, I go Green man, Mile. Man. The Green Mile. The payoff. Man. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Man. When it's this high, it doesn't matter. Just watch. Yeah, both. that's no. That's yeah. Exactly. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't that's, matter. Those are go so watch. tough because right,
1: you're you're still putting this like live. A- actual, like situational movie that actually happened and they portrayed it amazingly. versus right. like against
0: just really good against he killed them with they love balls, <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. Hey, <laughs> <I laughs> bro. Oh, man. Oh so, my God, 9.19 for a score. That's an A if you haven't seen this and if you have amazon yeah. prime just go watch it it's i've amazing. already recommended it to amazing. everybody i know that asks me about yeah. hey what movie should i watch it's always yeah, this definitely. So. <laughs> so yeah we're, we're running against the clock but absolutely if you if you haven't seen this go see it uh, we'll we'll come at you next week with hopefully a movie at least somewhat close to this but in the meantime if that's it gentlemen uh. somebody in the show Tell your friends. Tell your friends about me.
1: All of us. I mean, the whole podcast. <laughs> no, definitely, Th- definitely. This movie. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a... Sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby.
2: This has been
0: the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Linger, man.
2: Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.